Here we go with someone who I think is very fashionable and very sweet. He was born and raised in San Antonio, Texas. Countdown today. <laughs> go Spurs, go. <laughs> um, he attended Texas Tech University with a bachelor's in hospitality management and made his way to ATX. And he now works as a mental health recruiter and a fashion blogger. Hey, Francisco. Hey, thanks for having me. No, today. thanks for coming. We, uh, I appreciate you everything when it comes when uh, it came to like advertising and making sure it gets out and yeah, doing so the flyer excited. design and everything. How this are is you? It's gonna be fun. Yeah, no, it's gonna be super fun. How's it going? Pretty good. I've had a pretty fun weekend and was getting ready for this and. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to be doing my first podcast with you. Hey, yeah, no, I'm pretty excited too. My first live one, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna we're gonna have fun, and um, if y'all have any questions or if y'all wanna like make comments, feel free, and we'll uh, have make time to like read those and like answer those questions if you have any. Um, so every time a guest comes on, I always wanna do like an icebreaker, um, and I do two. One is. Uh, like, what's your favorite song right now? Whether you can you can hum it, you can sing it, you can make the beat of it. What are you feeling right now? I think right now I'm really feeling Doja Cat's new album. Yes. I saw her at ACL. And, That's awesome. Um, I think the song Get Into It. Yes. Get Into It, yeah. Hey. I'm really into that song right now, and I'm excited to get into this podcast. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, the song I've been listening to lately is uh, I Hate You by SZA. It like came out like oh, a couple yeah. of days ago. Um, dang, how did it? It's like a, in, now if you wonder why, if, you, if you're wondering if I hate you, yes. I do. It's yeah. like, it's that song that you like get ready to and you just yell it at the top of your lungs and like, yeah, it's like that energy. Like you don't want to keep that in, you know? Yes, I love it. So him. like, and the sound of the piano, like it's very... Um, it's like sad sounding, but like it's like very high pitched, so it's kind of like a toy piano. Yeah. So no, it's a really good song, really good beat, and SZA, like I like SZA a lot. Yeah, I really like her. Um, her music for sure. Another uh, icebreaker that we do is uh, just uh, tell your um, customer service story with like you, the customer, and. It was like a weird encounter or like um, like a upsetting encounter or like it was really great or vice versa. If you were the one like providing the customer service and it was like a weird encounter or like very unpleasant or happy. Well, I guess right now at my current job, my recruiting job, I, it's a little bit of customer service because I'm reaching out to doctors and talking to doctors and trying to see if I can help them find a new job. And this past week, I actually had someone scheduled and they we were supposed to talk. And then I, when I reached out to talk to them, they were just kind of rude and they were like, don't, don't call me. And I was oh, like, no. okay, like this is interesting, <laughs> but I guess sometimes people are just... Maybe it wasn't like a mood. Yeah. <laughs> forget their. Do they have to like set an appointment with you? Yeah, like oh, okay. we scheduled time. So it was like a scheduled phone call and everything. And mm -hmm. 
I guess at the time of the phone call, maybe they changed their mind. And yeah. It was really interesting. That's so weird. Something you'd never expect for someone scheduling a job interview to be me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, they knew like they were going to have a conversation with you. That's, yeah. the, that's the weird part about that. Okay. I used to like, I mean, it happens often. Sometimes people just change their mind on a job interview or decide they don't want to pursue a job and maybe they just cancel or don't show up for the interview. But this time I just got this angry text and it was kind of interesting. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, uh, does it happen often to you? Not too often, but there is, I think, in every job hunt, there's always applicants and people interviewing who are interviewing for a lot of jobs at the same time. Yeah. Sometimes forget about their scheduled interviews and things like that mm -hmm. whenever they're looking for jobs. <laughs> yeah. Um, a customer service story of mine. Um, I just get a lot of, we got a, we get a lot of weird cars in the lab. I, I work at um, Austin Regional Clinic in a lab. And um, with that, like, we're supposed to get, like, phone calls from mainly, like, nurses and techs and doctors. Um, sometimes uh, a patient will sneak in that and it's like, how do you even get this number, you know? Um, but one weird call that I had, so sometimes there's changes to a patient's order um, and we had to, uh, like, fill in that order, uh, whether that means, like, a new test added on to a patient's sample or, um, like, making sure whatever sample gets to also to another lab that we use to um, just to verify like our results. Yeah. And one clinic had called and was like, hey, um, this is urine culture. Um, we uh, just gave it to a courier. So like once you get it, make sure you, you get your, your culture too. Um, like, okay. And so I'm not in charge of like making orders. So I asked like one of my other coworkers to like, make the order first and then give back the specimen so we can do it. But when he went into the system, everything was already done. And it's like, uh, you, t you said that you wanted us to do it. Now y'all are going to do it. And then he, he was confused. He was like, oh, it looks like everything already been done. I was like, oh, why didn't they just tell us, you know, like just communication. His communication was uh, bad at that time. Um, so, yeah, that's... Sometimes it's always best to like over communicate, I guess, better better than not communicating at all. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, with that situation. Um so yeah, um I guess tell more about yourself, like um how is your upbringing? Are you the only child? Uh, so I am the oldest of three siblings. Okay. And I'm the only one here in Austin. I I kind of chose to move to Austin after college because it's close to my hometown. Nice. It's a little bit different than San Antonio, though. I think Austin's a little more cool. Mm. So I think that's why I'm primarily here. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've never been, like, I've been to San Antonio. Um, I used to play basketball. Um, like, when I was in college, I would play on the club team, and we would play against the smaller colleges over yeah. there. Um, but I never got to like, I don't know, go explore the nightlife or like just explore like what all San Antonio offers. Like I went to SeaWorld when I was like four and then 
went to the Alamo when I was like five or six. So I kind of barely remember yeah. like those moments. Um, Even now when I go, I, I always find new new jams and new places. And it's it's such a big city. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> um, so you, you enjoy being the oldest of three? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like being the oldest. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't thought about how it'd be if I was not the oldest, but it's pretty nice. Yeah, I like it. yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm the oldest as well. Yeah, I'm the oldest of three too. I have Ooh, a nice. younger sister and a younger brother. Yeah, me too. Oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> how far apart are y'all in age? Uh, me and my brother are three years apart, and then me and my sister are eight years apart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, me and my sister are like. Uh, like three and a half, almost four years apart, and then my brother are like almost exactly ten years apart. Oh wow! Yeah. Um. Uh, what schools uh, did you go to in San Antonio? Uh, I went to Delview Elementary School, Delview Dolphins. Hey. I went to Jackson Middle School, and then I went to ISA for high school. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you enjoy uh, your high school experience? Yes, I did. I was. Um, I was student council president, so hey. I planned homecoming. Nice, you did. <laughs> what was the theme? It was a space theme. Oh, yeah. that was cool. It was cool. It was cool. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you went to Texas, Texas Tech. Yes. Why did you? Why you choose Texas Tech? So I think I chose Tech primarily because I went to go visit, and I really liked it. It was a cool cool town really pretty school um i knew people older than me that were there and everyone really seemed to enjoy it so yeah. it was like i think if everyone is happy there then i'm sure i'll be happy there too and i was it was it was a lot of fun it was a great place to go to school and that's awesome wreck them forever <laughs> um and then you got your degree in hospitality management were yes. you able to like practice that or use that do you or do you feel like you use that now as a a mental health um recruiter yeah so my my college was the human sciences college so i took anything from like accounting finance hr courses and then i also took things like culinary event management and things like that that were hospitality focused and for my first few years out of college i was doing hotel work and then also event planning nice and during that time is when i really learned that i enjoyed recruiting and interviewing people getting to know people and Mm -hmm. i realized that that was kind of also hospitality and customer service and that it was a career route i could pursue i wish um when i was in college i would have been more aware that recruiting was even a a career career yeah. yeah i I never really thought about that as a career choice, like growing up or anything. And mm-hmm. they say that's usually how people end up in this industry, though. Like, no one really thinks about it. And then you kind of get the opportunity. Fall into yeah, it. it falls, in, you fall into it. And I love it. Nice. It's so fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, sorry, I got my notes here, y'all. It keep flipping, the pages keep closing on me. Um, so yeah, how did you get into it? How did you get into being a recruiter? recruiter? Yeah. So I would say it was like fall 2019. I applied for a recruiting job with an agency that focused primarily on 
recruiting for events and different hotels around the city. So mm-hmm. they would reach out to our agency, our, our office. It was a small team and we would help them find employees, whether it was for different events in Austin, like ACL or football games. Or oh, like big events. Yeah, like really big events, like at the convention center and stuff like that. And so it was kind of similar in regards to my hotel experience because I was interviewing and recruiting people for like similar similar things. And then after doing that for a while and after during COVID, I just yeah. realized maybe I should be doing recruiting in a different industry. And I think COVID was the perfect time for me to dive into a different type of industry. And mm-hmm. I've always been really passionate about mental health. And when this opportunity was available, I just felt like it was the right next move for me. And mm-hmm. it's been going really good. That's good. So what do you do as a mental health recruiter? And how, like, what's that process like? So right now I work primarily with like hospitals, clinics, mm-hmm. private practices, and they'll tell us, they'll tell my, my team, we're looking for a behavioral health professional, whether it's a psychologist, a psychiatrist, uh, psychiatric nurses, primarily those three roles mm-hmm. are the roles I recruit for. And then we help them find the right match. Um, Every organization has different preferences and needs. Some people need need people for some people need like recent grads. Other people need people with ten plus years of experience. Mm-hmm. So then, usually these places don't have someone to focus solely on finding these people for their for their roles. So then they hire us to kind of focus on it, and then it's kind of. I guess that's where the term headhunter comes in. We, like, try to find these really specific people for these really specific roles. Jobs and, and yeah, really yeah. specific jobs. And it's fun. It's, it's, it's challenging, but it's a really fun challenge. Yeah. So, yeah. You, get, so you, you get reached out by the company that's looking for people to fill up their spots, or you get reached out by the person looking for the job, or both? Both. Okay. Both. A little bit of both. Um, my agency is like one of the main, one of the most popular ones for behavioral health. Nice. So, so a lot of doctors and nurses know to like reach out to us and kind of network with us so that like sometimes they'll call and be like, Hey, I'm looking for a specific, this very specific job. Mm-hmm. So let me know when you have it. And then when we have it, we, we send, we see if it's a good match for them or vice versa. Organizations will be like, Hey, we need we need another doctor on the team or we need to add more people to our team. Can you help oh. us find people? And then we're just kind of that middleman for all of them. And That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So how do you um, coach people through that? Um, people as in like the... Like the job. The job seekers. Job seekers, yes. Um, I think when, everyone, when anyone is going through a job search we all have this perfect scenario that we'd like to have. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people really want to be in Miami working three days a week. And okay. sometimes those very specific things that they want 
aren't necessarily available and you kind of have to help them figure out which which role is the best career step for them to pursue and kind of guide them and you're almost also kind of like a coach or therapist just kind of listening to them and hmm. hearing and trying to figure out what they're really wanting to get out of their next career role and yeah. what they want to accomplish what they want to be pursuing and kind of help them figure out what's the best thing for them to do next mm -hmm. okay yeah um i guess i'm gonna back it up a little bit um what have you learned about being in the mental health history and the job that you do i've learned a lot it's been um i will say it's a little overwhelming but i think knowledge is power so yeah for sure the more i've been learning about the brain and about humans hmm. i just feel like it's giving me the opportunity to kind of spread the knowledge and also like help the world be sane be, be better like, yeah be, yeah, better, be, be happy be, be healthier be happier um it's really fulfilling like to to know that the things we're doing are are helping other people with their mental health and with their their lives and try to make their lives better yeah yeah um so i guess like what are some natural ways of coping and um do you think that's better than like prescribe i guess this is a two for one i guess do you think that's better than prescribed drugs or how do you feel about prescription drugs for like mental health i really think it depends on the person and situation mm -hmm. there's there's people who for sure have certain uh, illnesses or things going on that need to for sure be on medication. But I think also right now, especially with everyone going through COVID, we have a lot of, everyone as a whole has a lot of stress and mm -hmm. different, different things that we're just trying to handle and maneuver and go through, whether it's like dealing with covid wearing masks everywhere going to work mm -hmm. um making getting sure vaccinated. We're getting vaccinated yeah. making sure we're being socially responsible so i think not everyone needs to be prescribed on things and um if you do think you need help or you're thinking you need to see a doctor you should for sure like go and see one go and see your doctor um, a professional is going to be the best person to tell you mm -hmm. whether or not you should get on any type of medication or if you can deal with it in a different way, whether it's stress management or changing your lifestyle, changing your diet, mm -hmm. changing the way you live your life and kind of change your priorities or work on being healthier mm -hmm. um yeah what what does that look like like what are some coping ways of coping with stress or ways of coping with um other mental illnesses like depression or um you know anxiety or i think for me in my opinion <laughs> the best way to cope with everyday anxiety and stress that all humans go through is to find things that make you excited or make you enjoy life. I I think during COVID I really got I really dig deep into figuring out 
what do I like to do that makes me feel like I'm thriving? What what do I like to do that mm. makes me feel good? Brings gives me happy brain chemicals. What's and that for you? What's that thing for you? <laughs> I think for me mostly it's working out. Okay. And also I've started fashion blogging. Hey. And it's been a good good way to kind of be creative and mm-hmm. get my mind off of whether it's work or other or COVID. I just kind of get to disconnect from everything and have fun and mm-hmm. heal. Yeah. <laughs> heal through fashion. Um <laughs> and we'll we'll talk more about your fashion blog in a minute. Um I wanna go back to like the prescription drug thing, like um, you want to make sure like that that a drug is right for you too. That that prescription is right for you because I know I took uh, Zoloft when I was like uh, like deep in my depression and like it was working in the sense like I didn't feel depressed, but like it wasn't working when I like I didn't have any feelings. Like I was like a robot, like essentially. Yeah. So um, and I didn't like that feeling at all. I want to feel numb. Like I want to be able to still feel. You know. Um, so I like I just stopped taking it after like because they say like about like a month and a half or two months like um like it usually works and but yeah like that wasn't that wasn't for me I just so I like I tried like I did started working out and you know making sure I touch the sun you know every day yes yeah vitamin d yeah vitamin d (laughs) supplements supplements definitely like help out a lot too so um yeah just make sure if you do have to get like um prescribe for a mental illness or anxiety um just make sure it's the right one for you yes Uh and i think your body will always send you messages or signs and it's important for us not to ignore them Mm -hmm. Mm um that's one one thing i want to um like i guess like one uh resource that i want to put out if anybody is like low on money or like doesn't have health insurance or doesn't have like a counselor or anything um locally you can um sign up or apply for a map uh program have you heard of map no uh i forgot what it's it's like medical i think it's medical assistance program that's what map stands for um but basically like they just if you qualify for you you can get um you know the same resources you don't have to it's not like you won't be insured or anything. Oh, nice. Um, I know that's for Travis County. I don't know if, like, about, like, any other city, if they offer, like, similar programs. But I'm pretty sure they do. Like, if they have it here, they have it anywhere else. Yes. I think there's definitely a lot of resources for everyone, whether they're uninsured or insured. Um, there's different resources you can go to that can help you with either therapy or seeking a psychiatrist or mm-hmm. digging deep into into things that sometimes we we ignore and <laughs> uh health is wealth yeah health is wealth. Mental health yes yes health is wealth um now i want to talk about like job tips or um i guess like what does that like what do people what should people ask for in a job like um what should they do in the interview? What kind of questions should they ask? If they should ask any questions, things like that. Definitely. Um, I know 
every time I interview someone, I always ask them if they have any questions. And I think before I did recruiting, I always felt the need to have questions that I mm. needed to ask at the end of the interview. But I think, honestly, I don't think that's necessary. If, if there is something naturally that you're curious about or want to know about, then you should for sure ask it right there when they're asking you. But mm -hmm. I think that really doesn't make a big difference. Um, having questions prepared, I think that's a big interview thing that people always think like you should have questions prepared for whoever's going to interview you. Mm -hmm. I don't think people really look into that. I also think having a very presentable resume will always make you stand out. And what's, what's, what's an example of a presentable resume? Like what all should you include on your resume? How long it should be? All the good stuff. I personally think a resume should be one page. It okay. should. Whenever you're looking for a job, I highly recommend looking at job postings for the job you want. So if you... For example? For example, like let's say you are trying to become a, a business development manager and you have previous experience that is going to help you get that job. But the person who's interviewing you wants to look at your resume and see what have you done that's similar to what you're about to be doing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's always important to look at those job postings, see what the duties are or what the requirements are, and then kind of make your resume match those things so okay. if they're saying they need a business development manager with um customer service and making sure uh clients are happy mm -hmm. i would try to make sure my resume had <laughs> things that were similar to that just so that they can notice oh well he kind of has some he he should the same values have the same values same has a background that works for this role and i also think making sure your email and your phone number and your name are nice big centered okay and pretty okay if if you have a big phone number if your email is very easy to find that's just going to make it so much easier for for someone to type in your Reach phone out. number text your phone number email you if they if they can find your your contact information really quickly, okay, that's just gonna make it so much easier for them to reach out to you. Okay, so make that prominent. Yes. Um, what else like should stand out in a resume, or is that everything that? I think fonts. Okay. Fonts, colors. Any particular font or any? I think colors. I think whatever makes whatever you feel. Rep represents you i know i like to use a lot of blues okay. in my in my resume just because of it's my favorite color so i i'm showing a little bit of my personality i'm showing what colors i enjoy okay it's like it's a human thing it's like sometimes i see people with maybe green or orange or really really interesting and unique fonts hmm. and it makes them stand out because it's like they, they're trying to show you a little bit of who creative, they are. Creative side. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, 
I guess you kind of like spoke about, about um, how you help other people with their job search, uh, trying to cater to like whatever is important for them, I guess, like their their priorities in a way. Yes. Um, I guess like what question I want to ask. We'll, we'll go back to that. Um, so what are some in the in when someone like they turn in their resume, um, they finally get somebody who's interested in them, they get their phone call, they set up for an interview, they go to the interview, like what kind of um what kind of questions should they be prepared for for the most part? And then um what questions should they ask like their interviewer? Um yeah. So I think in any interview or not any interview, but I think a common interview question that people like to ask is what's motivating you? Mm. What, why, why are you looking for something new? Because everyone has different reasons they might be looking for a new job. So it's always nice in the beginning to find that out. Maybe someone's trying to move cities or they've been at their current role for a while or maybe they haven't been at their current role for a while and they just don't like their current job. And whenever you're able to find that out at the beginning, um, it says a lot about the candidate. Mm. And it sh- it, they're sharing a good amount of their personality as well during that. So I would recommend interviewers or, or job seekers to kind of dig deep into that. What's, what's motivating my, my next step? Why am I doing this? Is this for money am mm-hmm. i doing this because i'm ready for a new role am i doing this because i'm not excited you really have to kind of own what mm-hmm. what that reason is because if you don't own it then whoever's interviewing you is going to notice that and they're going to be like okay this seems a little they're not like keeping it real and like telling me exactly why they're looking for this new Role. So if you're able to kind of be honest with whoever's interviewing you about that and also just kind of share your background and share why you're, you're qualified to do the job, why, hmm. why you would be good, why you'd be a good addition, I think it's very important to also kind of sell yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes there's multiple people interviewing for something as well, and it's like... How you going to make yourself stand out, separate yes. from... The How herd, do I make I guess. a memorable experience for them? How am I going to make sure they remember me and remember our conversation and that I'm the best person for this job? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, a friend had told me, like, a good question to ask is, uh, what do you... What do you expect from the employee that fills in this position, a good question to ask, like, whoever's interviewing you, um, which I think is a good question. It gives like you if, an like idea. Like the job seeker? Like, yeah. what should the job seeker ask the person interviewing yeah, them? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, uh, well, I guess I guess sometimes if you really don't have anything you, you are curious about, sometimes you don't need to ask a question. I think applic- uh, job seekers sometimes think that you have to ask something for them to remember you 
But maybe you had a really good conversation mm-hmm. and you had this really awesome hour long interview mm-hmm. or 20 minute interview and you just you felt that it went really well. If you felt it went really well and you don't have any questions, there's no need to ask a question just to ask one. For sure. But if something is popping up or something's something you're curious about that you want to ask, you should just ask it because I think recruiters can also notice that whenever you you genuinely are curious about something or are excited about something and you ask about it, whether it's like asking about what your day-to-day routine is going to be or mm-hmm. asking about your team that you're going to be working with or um, even your pay, asking <laughs> about your pay. And yeah, like, don't be asked about that. Don't ask, like, don't be afraid to ask about that. And like, you yes. can negotiate things. Yes. Like, and I think if, actually, maybe that is something everyone should ask because, um, that's if you if you if you let if you ask about that and you're curious about that and you care about that mm-hmm. and you make sure they're aware of that, then they're gonna realize that you're serious as well and you mean business and you value your time and you value yourself and that you know you're gonna work hard and be a good person for them and and if you if you're not scared to ask about money, they're gonna be like. Okay, well, this person means business. <laughs> so, yeah, that that is something good everyone should ask about, actually. <laughs> um, and with that, like, what kind of benefits, like, should they be looking for in a job? And, like, what does what does that look like? And how would, they ben- how did, would it benefit them in the long run? Like, for example, like a 401k or, like, yeah, things like I that. I think every, every job has different benefits. And it all depends on what your needs are sometimes maybe a person who has kids is gonna probably be more prioritizing more like their health insurance Mm -hmm. and their vacation time because they have kids or maybe they need a a flexible schedule because they drop their kids off in the morning or Mm -hmm. something like that and everyone has different things that are important to them I know for me, something that I learned in my first few years out of college was that I really valued my weekends. When I first first got out of college, I was working weekends, and I hated it. (laughs) I was a 20-year-old, and I was working on Saturdays, and I was like, why is this happening? Yeah. So it took experiences for me to realize this is what I value. I want to be home for the holidays. I want to be off on the weekends how how can i make sure whatever i pursue next has that For and sure. i think everyone has different things that they value or that they want their next role to have and For sure. it's always important to kind of try to dig deep into those things see like what what do i need in my next role what what are my like must haves that i need to prioritize mm-hmm. in order for me to feel happy and excited about my job yeah for sure like um like I had like experiences with my previous jobs and from like this one specific job I now value like my relationship with my manager or like whatever supervisor I have because like 
they they're the ones who like look at you the most they know your work ethic um and like you had to be yeah had to like collaborate and like work together in order to like move forward with whatever um goal that we had to move forward towards so like um i definitely value like relationship with managers now and um always like value like my time with my dogs and the people i care about so i make sure like i'm glad i have weekends off now i didn't used to have weekends off but now that i'm glad i have like a little bit more time with like my friends and my girl and everything so yeah um yeah that's super important um so yeah uh i just want to check the phone see if we're not missing anybody or anything hi jewel hey beth how you doing? Long time no here. Oh, snap. Uh, my food just got here, but share this after y'all and I will watch. Go Francisco. <laughs> Joel says hi. That says girl is killing. Yeah, girl. Hey, Elliot. <laughs> um, uh, so now we're going to get into, like, we're going through the last stretch here. Um, so first of all, like, I'm... I'm yeah, we, this has been fun. Yeah. You're making me feel really comfortable. Oh, I'm glad. Like, talking you, about myself. It might be this couch, too. It's, like, it pretty soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty soft couch. Um, so, like, fashion, blogging. One, how do you get into blogging, and like, uh, fashion? Why, why the topic of fashion? Yeah. So, um, during COVID, I guess I was watching a lot of YouTube videos, <laughs> and I was seeing videos of like people sharing cool clothes, and I watched this one specific video about this one influencer, and she it was a thirty minute video, and she just kind of talked about how how she got into doing blogging and her whole journey and like why she did it and Mm -hmm. like the perks of it and why it was so fun for her and I watched the whole video and it really inspired me I was like well this this sounds like something I've always really wanted to do and I've always followed random Instagram follower people on Instagram and Mm -hmm. I've always thought it would be fun and I think during COVID, I just realized, like, tomorrow's never promised. True. And I don't want to, like, regret not doing this. For sure. Or, like, look back 10 years from now and be like, why didn't I start this sooner? Right. And I I kind of started spontaneously. I also applied for this uh, blogging website called LTK. And LTK. They... You kind of you get you send in your Instagram information and they go and check your Instagram and kind of see if if you'd be a good blogger for them mm-hmm. and then uh, they they accepted me so when I got accepted I was like okay well this is this is a sign I should for sure pursue this and nice. start playing around with this and that was around April so since then I've kind of been doing it for about eight months now nice i've learned a lot in the past eight months and i'm having so much fun with it about um fashion or about the blogging part 
I guess both. Really? I I've always enjoyed like fashion and fun clothes and things like that. But then once I got accepted into this blogging group, I realized I could do it. And mm -hmm. I was like, maybe I, maybe I can pursue this and be good at it and enjoy it. And I've had a few paid collaborations and I, I get gifted things as well where people will send me either clothes or, or jewelry or sunglasses or I've even gone with like a dermatologist once who kind nice. of I create content and they will either pay me in exchange for the content or mm -hmm. give me free products or fun fashionable clothes and nice. it's really fun and then on LTK I can also link specific things that I'm wearing so I can post certain things on my Instagram and then my followers can go find those specific items and nice. purchase them for themselves and it's really fun. Yeah, no, it sounds like you really enjoy it for sure. I love it. Um, <laughs> what kind of what, sh what has your been like a product that you use like often that you really enjoy from like those people that you like work with with the blogging? So there's this sunglasses company called Diff Diff Eyewear, Diff. and they sent me three pairs of sunglasses whenever I first started like mm -hmm. in April and. They've been my go-to sunglasses nice. since I've gotten. I've been wearing them all year. They, they, ha they donate. They donate eyeglasses to children in need for oh. every pair of sunglasses sold. Sold, and I just really like them. They're really stylish, and it was really cool. It's, um, I like sharing things with my followers that I would actually wear for sure. So whenever people reach out to me, I always try to make sure it's something I would actually wear and yeah. something that's actually cool even the sweater that i'm wearing right now i actually got it sent to me and nice it, like, it's I, really soft yeah it is nice I, was you. Like, I can see myself wearing this so yeah I, nice. I would love to collaborate and share this with more my followers. yeah for sure and um have you always been like it seemed like you always had like a good sense of style like every time i see you wearing something different um it's really good and like uh, you can rock a bucket hat. I feel yeah. like bucket hats are hard to Thank to, you. to yeah. style, you know. So that, yeah, that's been another one of my favorites this year, the bucket hat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think so. I think I've always really appreciated self-expression through clothes. I think it's another way of kind of taking care of your mental health. For if, sure. If you dress well, if you feel well, then you're naturally going to have a a better outlook on life if you're if you look good when you go into a restaurant or when you go into work and you know that you put an effort into what you're wearing it's it's just gonna people are gonna be able to notice that you're gonna be able to notice that about yourself and i think it's so cool and it's really awesome that society now even values that mm -hmm. like, i feel like everyone i know follows some sort of fashion blogger to get like outfit inspiration or just kind of see what they're wearing and i think our society really cares about that yeah yeah for sure um so what kind of stuff do you have on your fashion blog like what kind of what kind of stuff do you write about like do you write about i know like a lot a lot of people like to put uh talk about different like fashion shows or who wore what who did the best at what like what do you like to Talk about on your blog and what I kind think, of stuff you put. I think on there. I try to 
primarily post things that are hey smash <laughs> post things that are primarily um attainable for everyone like i i want to share things that everyone can afford because mm-hmm. fashion doesn't have to be expensive no and you don't have to break the bank to look good and i try to always share some of my favorite easy attainable brands whether it's like asos nordstrom amazon fashion there's so many different affordable places you can shop at mm-hmm. and look good and feel good so that's kind of my main priority is sharing attainable fashion and um i try to mostly share menswear um, okay. and accessories nice. so like the bucket hats and the sunglasses and things like that nice that's awesome um yeah like the literally these jeans uh my sister had thrifted them from goodwill and she only gave it to me because she couldn't fit it, fit it like i find like a lot of good stuff on goodwill and everything yes so goodwill has sustainable fashion yes that's so important to you for sure i think that's something else i try to share things that i i try to buy things that i know i'm gonna have for a long time for sure because it's so it's important to kind of make sure you have things that can last you a long time and that you're gonna enjoy for a long time because we need to take care of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of um, fashion stores do you go to? Or what kind of stores in general do you go to? I think during COVID, I've really transitioned into being an online shopper. Yes. So I get like, there's like an excitement out of like <laughs> just laying down and shopping online. And then it's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy. And you get sponsored things all the time and you're like, oh, I like this shirt. And then you kind of wait and then mm-hmm. it's like you get home and it's here. It's just, I think that's kind of been my main way of shopping during COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, what websites do you shop on? I think my favorite is ASOS. ASOS? ASOS is like my favorite nice. go-to for work attire and fun social attire. Mm-hmm. But then I also shop at places like Target and mm-hmm. Amazon. and Target has some really good clothes, too. Yeah. I think it's underestimated how everyday, good, like... Everyday simple, yeah, affordable places, I think, mm-hmm. is important for me to share because I want everyone to realize that it's very easy to... Easy and affordable to dress well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess... Oh, I guess um, one question I want to ask, talking about, like, blogging, like, how can somebody start doing that? And what what steps should they take? And what does that look like? I think whenever I was starting off, I I probably spent maybe four months just kind of watching, watching things and, like, watching YouTube videos and scrolling on Instagram and, like, really seeing different bloggers and... Mm-hmm. Everyone would kind of t- say the same thing. And I think I'm, I'm going to say the same thing as well as to just kind of start. If you Just if do it. Just do it. If you think there's something you, you would like to share, whether it's fitness or your hobby or fashion or anything, just kind of don't be afraid to do it and just start, just start posting. Just yeah. start posting and uploading and creating things and... 
uh, with time, you kind of realize what you enjoy doing, what you don't enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. I, I for a while would post a little bit of fitness as well, and I kind of okay. after realizing, I was like, well, that's I don't really have as much fun when I do that, but I needed to just kind of try it for a bit and figure out what, what what I enjoy, what I what do I like to do. But I think that's the biggest thing is to just kind of jump into it. And yeah. Just do it and try it and have fun. Nice. It's important to just have fun with it because it should be it should be fun. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, that's all the questions and like the topics that like we both collaborated on and you know, that's all I have. The like the you know. Nice. That's all the questions that like all the that's all I have. Um what's next for you? Like as far as like um with your with your job um what's the pathway for that and like with your blogging stuff like what do you hope to achieve with that if you want to if it's just a hobby or yours or i think even with this podcast um with my job i really want to kind of be more available for people and uh be a resource for people whether it's looking over resumes or helping people make their resumes prettier or mm. even helping look for jobs on different websites or how to go about looking for your next job or mm. being someone that people can ask about their benefits or what they should be prioritizing in your next role. I would really love for me to make sure more and more people are aware that I'm available to assist with that because I'm really passionate about it. And I, it seemed like it, yeah. It's very rewarding for me, and I really enjoy that. And I think for fashion blogging, kind of the same. I want people to reach out to me when they need advice on an outfit or I want them to go to my website and go get outfit inspiration from me. And mm-hmm. I just hope I keep getting fun collabs and um 2022 is going to be really cool there's going to be a lot of fun new things with all of it i'm Mm going to try to i'm really going to try to kind of combine them both and Hmm. i really want to kind of start sharing more on my blog about work attire and also just job tips as well job searching tips and making finding a way to make them both mesh more and yeah make sure people know me for both yeah no that's definitely doable yeah i'm really excited for it yeah um so i have like five questions that i ask all my guests (laughs) it's always the last five (laughs) questions you got it (laughs) so what confuses you what confuses me yeah i think video games video games confuse you yeah i've never been good at video games so Video games are a little confusing to me. (laughs) All right. That's very... Okay. Um, Which moment would you relive? Which moment would I relive? Mm -hmm. Which moment in your life would you relive? Um, I think I would say, like, my childhood vacations, just when I was younger. Uh That's for sure something I would love to relive. Like, what's what's an example of one? Um, I... I guess the one that comes to mind is Disney World with with my siblings and my grandma. I think Aww. that's just a beautiful memory that it would be awesome to kind of relive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go back to. That's awesome. Um, when was the last time you cried? 
like mm. tears. You could barely speak. You was like choking up. Okay, well, uh, Taylor Swift just released her her new album. Yeah. So I guess when I listen to it, um, I'm a big Swifty, and no, she's I got good. in my feels. Uh, <laughs> as you should. As you should. <laughs> That's how it was with Adele's, like some of Adele's songs. Yes, on her, her too. Album. I think yeah. I, I, got, I teared up a little for those songs too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when was the last time you laughed hard? Like your stomach was hurting, new set of abs, hard. Yesterday, actually. Really? Yeah, one of my good friends from college was in town, and whenever we're together, me, her, and my other friend Elise, whenever we're together, we we just laugh all day. Nice. It's so good for the soul. <laughs> nice. Um, and then lastly, what qualities does Francisco like about Francisco? I think I would say my optimism. I, I really prioritize mm-hmm. looking at life. The glass is half, half full. Um, it's so easy mm-hmm. to see the bad in things. But I think it's even easier to focus on the good. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really am proud of myself. Yeah, I for always, sure. I always try to focus on the good because that's how life should be. You shouldn't, there's no need to focus on the negative. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, well, that's it. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for welcoming your home. And Thank you for having me. This yeah. was so much fun. and. Maybe I can do more of these. Yeah, like, for sure. You can, you can. Whenever you want to come on, we can you talk made about this stuff. So and easy for me. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, is there anything you want to promote? Whether it's like uh, your social media or like any last words or like anything you want to promote. I guess um, in the next few months, I'm gonna be posting a lot more on Instagram and on social media and really Mm -hmm. trying to be more consistent with it and having specific days of the week where I'm posting. And if anyone has any feedback or things that they want me to post about more, um, they can reach out to me and, or follow me. And it's from Francisco on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So, and on LTK, that's my, my username. LTK. Yeah. Okay. I'll make sure like in the, yeah, when I download the audio for the, the podcast, I'll make sure I include that and I'll reach out to you about it. And yeah. Yes. And thank you, everyone who's listening or who joined. Yeah. Thank you for everybody um, who's tuning in right me. now. 